George Clinton, Parliament, P-Funk, Funkadelic. That was uh, Give Up the Funk to the Roof Off the Sucker. Uh, hello and welcome to the Riff Monkeys podcast number 43. This is my Funk Odyssey part two. Uh, last week we did New Funk, which I'm very, very fond of. Um, this week we're going to go right back to the beginning of Funk. Who are the originators of Funk? I know a lot of people think it was James Brown and God damn it, James Brown was funky. But they got nothing on George Clinton, man. George Clinton, unbelievable. If you've never heard of him, um, well, it's going to be my pleasure to introduce me to um, you to him. George Edward Clinton, born July 22nd, 1941, is an American singer, songwriter, band leader, and record producer. Uh, produced, amongst other things, the Red Hot Chili Peppers second album, actually. Yeah, freaky styly. Um, his Parliament Funkadelic Collective, which primarily recorded under those distinct names, Parliament and Funkadelic, uh, developed an influential and eclectic form of funk music during the 1970s that drew on science fiction, outlandish fashion, psychedelic culture and surreal humour. He launched a solo career with the 1982 album Computer Games and will go on to influence 1990s hip-hop and G-funk. He's regarded, along with James Brown and Sly Stone, as one of the foremost innovators of funk music. Uh, He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1997 alongside 15 other members of the Parliament Funkadelic Collective. Uh, Recently, last year, he and Parliament Funkadelic were given Grammy Lifetime Achievement Awards and About Time too. Uh, now, Clinton was born in Canopolis, North Carolina, United States, grew up in Plainfield, New Jersey, and currently resides in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, during his teen years, Clinton formed the doo-wop group inspired by Frankie Lyman and the teenagers called The Parliaments, uh, while straightening hair at a barber salon in Plainfield. Uh, the West End of Plainfield, New Jersey, was once home to uh, the Silk Palace, a barbershop at 216 Plainfield Avenue, owned in part by George Clinton, staffed by various members of Parliament Funkadelic, uh, and known as the hangout for all the local singers and musicians. Uh, in Plainfield's 1950s and 1960s, doo-wop, soul, rock and pro punk music scenes. Now, for a period in the 60s, Clinton was a staff songwriter for Motown Records. Um, Despite initial commercial failure and one major hit single called, I think it was called, I Wanna 
Testify in 1967, as well as arranging and producing scores of singles uh, on many of the independent Detroit soul music labels, the Parliaments eventually found success under the names Parliament and Funkadelic in the 1970s. Also see P-Funk. Um, these two bands combined the elements of musicians such as Jimi Hendrix, Sly and the Family Stone, Frank Zappa and James Brown. While exploring exploring various sounds and technology and lyricism, Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic um, dominated diverse music <clears throat> during the 1970s with over 40 R&B hit singles. Because see, back then it wasn't a funk uh, genre, it was R&B, um, including three number ones they had and three platinum albums. Um, from 1971 to 73, Clinton and several other members of the band settled in Toronto. And during the years in Toronto, they honed their live show and recorded the album America Eats Its Young, uh, which was their first to feature Bootsy Collins on the bass. Oh, man, Bootsy Collins, unbelievable. I'm going to play a track now from the album uh, with Bootsy on the bass. Uh, this is called Biological Speculation. <laughs>
Yeah, biological speculation there from the um, from the album America Eats Its Young. The first uh, album with Bootsy Collins on bass, very laid back, chilled track there. Now <clears throat> they've made quite. A, I mean, it's it's a bit strange. I know it's a very um, you know to have two bands at the same time. Yeah, that he was a leader of, you know, uh, Funkadelic and Parliament, and then later on, kind of mixed them together with P Funk. Now, yeah, it's 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 just very very strange, and um, they made some damn strange records. Now, I'm going to go back now to the an album um, that uh, Funkadelic made called um, "Free Your Mind and Your Ass Will Follow." This is a very bizarre album. I'm going to play the title track um, from that album to you now. Um, it's extremely strange. I mean, it, it was recorded at United Sound Studios um, in Detroit. The inspiration for the album, according to George Clinton, was an attempt to see if we can cut a whole album while we're tripping on acid. Um, and yeah, this first song is 10 minutes long um, and it's just... Completely bizarre. Um, and I wasn't going to play it because it's not particularly f- like the funkiest song or anything that they ever did, but it's just a bizarre look into the world of George Clinton. So I'm going to play it. Um, this is, uh, yeah, Free Your Mind and Your Ass Will Follow by Funkadelic. Check it out.
the kingdom of heaven. Are you satisfied? The kingdom of heaven. Are you satisfied? The kingdom of heaven. Are you satisfied? The kingdom of heaven. Yeah.
Mm, yeah. Um, hopefully that didn't make you turn your radio off. It's really bizarre. Lots of feedback at the beginning there. And towards the end, it even fades out like it's finishing and then fades back up again. It's just <coughs> extremely strange um, song. Yeah. And uh, they made the whole album while they were tripping on acid. So um, imagine that. Well, anyway. Let's get back to um, what Funkadelic George Clinton was famous for and being extremely funky. <clears throat> this next track is from their 10th album um, called One Nation Under a Groove. Um, and it is without a doubt their most critically, uh, critically acclaimed album. And this single, uh, One Nation Under a Groove, is without a doubt the most famous song they ever made. Um, and it's in the uh, this album is in the top f- Rolling Stones top 500 albums of all time. Just last year they were um, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as they rightly should. Um, this is the first single that they sold that sold a million copies for them, and um, it's so iconic. And you can hear a lot of influence um, if anyone's out there is into the early Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, now they're, they're a different thing, but early Chili Peppers. I mean, George Clinton. Um, he made their second album, produced their second album, Freaky Styly. Um, and it was, you know, you can hear the influence heavily from Funkadelic, P-Funk and Parliament. So check it out. One Nation Under a Groove.
Yeah, One Nation Under a Groove there by Funkadelic, man. Absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, so carrying on with Funkadelic, this show is mostly about Funkadelic, and I'm doing it in a random order. They made quite a few albums. It's like 15 albums. Like, um, no, Actually, it was more than that, wasn't it? 15 albums? Let's see, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16 albums. Yeah, discography was 16 albums, starting in 1970 with the um, self-titled Funkadelic, and the last album was in 2014. First, you've got to shake the gate. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm doing it in a random order because they're quite a random band. Um, and you've got to remember, there's another band. There's a sister band called Parliament, which we'll get into next week. <clears throat> but it all comes from the mind of... Mr. George Clinton. And now some of the songs aren't even that funky. Some of it are very soul-y, they're very, you know. I mean, the one I, I've, I've played you a couple tonight that aren't exactly pure funk, pure hardcore funk. Um, but this next one is the eighth studio album. It's called Tales of Kid Funkadelic. Um, and I'm going to play you the title track from that. Um, this is damn funky. And it's also the Gay Marvin edit, as opposed to Marvin Gay. Gay Marvin. Um, so yeah, Tales of Kid Funkadelic's the eighth studio album, um, released in September 1976 uh, on the Westbound record label. It was actually released after Funkadelic had, had left the label in order to capitalise on fun, Funkadelic's newfound fame. Uh, the tracks were outtakes recorded around the same time as Hardcore Jollies and given to Westbound by George Clinton as a contractual obligation. Um, the tracks were belated, uh, belatedly thrown together by Westbound to form another album, uh, Tales of Kid Funkadelic. The song, Let's Take It to the People, has been sampled by hip-hop band A Tribe Called Quest for their song Everything Is Fair. Uh, on their album Low End Theory, and the amount, just the sheer amount of samples and um, and little sound bites from Funkadelic and P Funk Parliament's albums that are in so many hip hop tracks today. See if you can spot them. Okay, this is a track called um, Yeah, Undisco Kid by Funkadelic, the Gay Marvin edit. Check this out. This is fun. <laughs> Baby, let me see you move it all across the floor. 
Oh, ain't it funky? Finished quite suddenly there as well. All right, so um, moving the randomator, the funk randomator around, let's check out the 13th studio album by American funk band Funkadelic. <clears throat> this album is called The Electric Spanking of War Babies. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little bit strange title, but yeah, strange band. Um, the title is uh, an allu- allusion to the Vietnam War and baby boomers. Um, it includes many relative newcomers to P-Funk, many of whom remained employed by George Clinton on future releases under his own name and under the name George Clinton and the P-Funk All-Stars. Um, Sly Stone of Sly and the Family Stone is a collaborator on this album. Uh, Clinton originally planned on this being a double album, but the idea was quashed by Warner Brothers. Uh, some of the deleted tracks appeared on later P-Funk releases, most notably the 1982 hit single Atomic Dog, uh, which appeared on the first George Clinton solo album, Computer Games. Uh, of all the original group members since Funkadelic's debut album, only George Clinton, Ray Davis, not from the Kinks, and Eddie Hazel appeared on this album. Uh, Julie Morrison plays all the instruments on the title track, except the guitar solo, which was played by uh, Michael Hampton. Uh, and this was the last album to feature Eddie Hazel, Ray Davis, Gary Scheider, Julie Morrison, Malia Franklin and Jessica Cleves. Also, this is the only Funkadelic album the late Roger Troutman appears on as well. Um, so I'm going to play you the title track. This is called The Electric Spanking of War Babies. <laughs> Forget. 
Man, the electric spanking of war babies there. Where does he? I mean, you know, just look up George Clinton, man. I, I heard you go to Wikipedia and check some stuff out. I mean, he's just a strange, um, very unique individual, very eclectic, very, um, what's the word? <clears throat> just weird. Um, yeah, as you may have noticed, I've got a bit of a cough, um, so sorry about that. My computer is going crazy. It's all gone a bit mad, so I'm going to leave you now and say my goodbyes and play a couple of tracks. Um, I'm going to play a track from the very last album by Funkadelic. Um, it's a great... It's called First You've Got to Shake the Gate. This is from six years ago, um, and it's a tri- triple album uh, comprising of 33 tracks in total, which has been explained to mirror the 33 years that had elapsed since uh, Funkadelic's last official album release in 1981, the uh, the electric spanking of War Babies. Um and like most of the um, Funkadelic catalogue, the album features cover artwork by artist Pedro Bell. Check him out. Really quite strange as well. I mean, you know, um, I think George Clinton just attracted strangeness and, and it's absolutely awesome. Really, really cool. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to play this track and then another track that I haven't decided on yet, but it shall be funky. Trust me. Um, join me next week where I'll be going further down the rabbit hole, further down the funk rabbit hole. We've got, uh, we're going to look into Parliament, a bit of Bootsy Collins, Africa Bombata, and just, you know, I mean, I think I've really opened up a can of worms here with this funk stuff because there's so much history and there's so much music and I'm very much looking forward to um, delving into it and showing you some of the delights. So um, that's it from me, Mr. Free Clips, DJ Free Clips, Brian Wells, whatever you want to call me. Um, Yeah, Mix 106 FM, thanks for tuning in. Have a great Tuesday night, have a great rest of the week and I'll see you next week for more funk. All right.
Yeah, sorry, I didn't tell you the name of the song, did I? It's called Nuclear Dog Part 2. 
Of course it is. All right, now, last track I'm going to play you, and then I'm, then it really is goodbye. And then I, I thought I'd play you a track from the second Red Hot Chili Peppers album uh, that was produced by George Clinton. So you can see the... Um, I think this this track is really good at uh, showing you the influence that George Clinton had on the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Not so much now, but back in the day, definitely, when I was a big fan of theirs. Um, this is a great track called American Ghost Dance by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, produced... Bye, Mr. Clinton, and I'll see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah.